following video contains explicit language that may be offensive to some viewers and or be inappropriate for small children, barnyard animals, or the entire state of Iowa. Viewer discretion is advised. This is the part where you act like you can hear the music and dance. Okay. That'd be cues for that these days, too. The old man. I was just going to let you dance. I wasn't, I wasn't going to tell you that the music is stopped. Yeah, you just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those of you who haven't decided upon a gender yet, welcome to another episode of Live of the Show. I'm Murphy, that's decaf. We're 14 minutes late. Who gives a shit? <laughs> None of you are here. Exactly. None of you are here. It doesn't matter. Even the DWG? Come well, on, DWG. You're not bored. You, I mean, I mean you, if you're not bored enough, just go ahead and come in and uh, just listen to us. She had to drunkenly stumble out of the back room. And... <laughs> you saw that drunken stumble? Oh, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. Well, she well, you knows it happens, man. Daughter graduated from high school. I mean, like kindergarten. She's all like tearing up and all this other stuff. And then my daughter just moved from fifth to sixth. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> just another <laughs> grade up. And, uh, and so, like, he's all crying because we went to the graduation today, mm-hmm. right? And so, V, <laughs> he's like much like her father. V was just watching. And then see people all teared up over the kids, and she's like, "I don't, I don't have a crying mechanism. <laughs> I don't cry. <laughs> I guess just put a cry. I guess that's, I guess maybe put him karate, put her in karate at age four. Maybe that took away her aspect of <laughs> feel the need to cry. She said, "I don't, I don't have, I don't cry. I don't have a cry." I said, "Yeah, you don't have no empathy." Yeah, you're you're slowly raising a sociopath. Good luck. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, she was saying, yeah, seven kids from my class just, like, disappeared. They, you know, like, I guess they got kicked out or whatever because they were so bad. And I said, oh, so you killed seven. Kicked out of fifth grade. And I said, you killed, yeah, seven kids. And I said, said, so you you killed seven kids? And she was like, no. And I'm like, good, see? That's a good serial killer right there. <laughs> Don't get one. If, if, you're, if you're a good serial killer, you'll never get caught. You know? <laughs> Yeah, don't don't stammer. Don't stammer. Uh, uh, no, I mean, no, I mean, what? Did someone say something? I know. I mean, no. No, you just, no. Just say it and commit. No. Not me. All right, folks, it's time for our real, real, only reoccurring bit of the show, and that is the presentation of the drinks. Decaf, what are you drinking? I'm going too gin. fast tonight. I'm stumbling over my own tongue. <laughs> I got gin and uh, a squirt quality soda, Ashley. You know? Is is that and why she up. was walking with that weird limp earlier? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was other stuff that caused that weird limp. <laughs> I am drinking, you're going to like this, Appalachian Sippin' Cream. It Appalachian Sippin' Cream. It is a uh, dark... Coffee and chocolate liqueur. 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 And I'm drinking this because we drank all the seltzers earlier, and I don't feel like having beer. So what? Uh, what percent is that at? I don't know. I don't care. It tastes good. See, I'm not like you. I don't drink for effect. I drink because I like the way it tastes. You drink to make the screaming stop. <laughs> that may be true. It may it may yeah? There's a slight possibility that could be somewhat based in reality. Oh boy, hold on. Uh oh. Sorry, we're having a work thing going on right now. Like uh, I don't think I need to deal with it, but on the other side, it's something I might need to deal with. It's a it's a thing. It's a thing. 
It's a work thing. It's a work thing. Is it is it uh someone don't know what they're doing kind of work thing? No, or like they, they need your expertise and you're the only one that knows how to make that shit work. Kind no, of this question. is this is one of these rare situations where um, I'm advising, but also there's aspects of it because of the equipment that it's in. I don't quite know exactly what it does, but I there is a computer component and a security component to it. So I'm, I'm, I'm working with other people to figure out the best route for it. So it's one of those things, you know, that's the cool part about my job is some days it's shit that I know everything about. And some days it's shit that I'm vaguely aware of and we figure it out together. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing when, you know, you get one of those jobs that people don't give a shit to do like phones, you know, doing all EDC phone systems and programming oh. and all this other shit. Ain't fancy like Cisco or Cisco. You can do multiple things at one time. This shit is truly like every phone you have to personally program every number, every forwarding, every whatever, right? And so I'll get a call, of, like I'll get a call of my time off or whatever on the weekend and be mm-hmm. like, hey, how you do this and shit? And you know, you just do shit from the top of your head. Okay, go log into the EDC 9500. You put an ASDT, then you go to this one you go to this you go to that you go to this change that check mark this th- take this one out and you know you just do shit from the top of your head and people be all impressed it's like yeah but i do it a thousand times a day or whatever so it's like <laughs> to you is nothing right it's like <laughs> i can't believe you just missed everything that just happened on my camera what was I looking at? You, uh, your eyes were closed. I think I took a drink of this in the very bottom. It seems to have concentrated. I went blind for a minute. <laughs> Go blind. Go blind for a minute. Well, it is Appalachian sipping cream. I um, yeah, it seemed to have concentrated at the bottom of the glass. So I took the last sip, and it hit my tongue, and everything went numb. <laughs> I was like, oh goodness. So everything, all the way through your whole body just went numb. No, my mouth down went numb. <laughs> and then, like I said, I went blind there for a second. Oh, my. Well, how strong is this stuff, man? If, I don't if know. Go, if something makes you go blind, that's what I'm talking about. It was man. given to me in a jar, okay? That's the best part, man. It's nothing like uh, I think I remember I told you the story about the the tequila that was in Mexico and it came in like a big old pine saw bottle. Oh yeah, and it was like it was like five bucks American, whatever. And uh, I was in line and uh, the person you know says Spanish. I was like, well, what's the translation? It was like, this is the shit that killed my uncle. <laughs> And I was like, no, I have one. And she said, this is the shit that killed her uncle. That's when it got another. Grabbed another one? Yep. Do you remember? So it's funny that we talk about this because I was just talking to Cindy today. Um, Cindy. Yes. And she still brings up the bus trip. Um, Do you remember the tequila that she had that was in the white? Bottles, that the white the, vin- that was the west that was the best bus that was ever man. did you did you have oh, that tequila yeah. though that was just in the oh, white i'm sure murph i'm sure i had every fucking thing that was that was that was the best yeah, tequila was, i've ever had it was in was like it was it white was it blanc what was the name of it I well this I was just see. in a white plastic bottle just a no-name white plastic, plastic bottle, bottle with a flip top lid yeah <laughs> But, you know, honestly, the, the, since you said the best tequila I ever had was inside the uh, the pine saw bottle, the pine saw <laughs> bottle, because what it did, it it um it made the screaming stop. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it, it wasn't the screaming. I, I went out. I, I, I had a couple shots of it and went out to the beach and I sat on the beach mm-hmm. and it was like earth stood still but it, but it, <laughs> seriously but it didn't hit you like, but it didn't hit like, you like a freight train it came up slowly like a wave slowly. coming up the beach <laughs> yeah <laughs> that bird like the bird like was like in slow motion like like pointed heavy was like yeah <laughs> the sun was like i'm gonna let you have this one <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. It was that good, man. <laughs> it was like the in the traded places and shit. That's how I feel oh, like. Oh, nice. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Andy Murphy was like, Feeling good. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's the shit I was feeling, man. 
Oh shit! Well, folks. So, what was the, so this well, what week, was the topic tonight? Yeah. this week we are going to talk about. Now, look. Lately, we've been doing these very um, laser-focused, impersonal topics. Although it is our personal take on things, but something happened this week, and we we do do some discussion about stuff. But something happened this week that I feel like I need to hijack a good section of the show to describe what happened, and then we can talk about the ramifications. And the title of this show will be. Murphy takes on Best Buy. <laughs> so <clears throat> here's yeah, the deal. Oh no, uh, real fast. Is yeah. anyone even in the chat room? Because I can't. I, DWG. We got the DWG in the <laughs> chat room. <laughs> We've managed it. to alienate all of our viewers. No, this is what happens every time. It starts getting warm outside, and no one wants to sit in their houses on a Friday night and listen to us talk. But our podcast numbers <laughs> always seem to go up at this time too, because they'll <laughs> listen to us when they're jogging. Anyway, so look. <laughs> When they're jogging, when they're jogging, or when they try to toot out their other significant other. Oh fuck! I guess I'd rather listen to like a decaf and birth instead of <laughs> hearing this bitch complain. <laughs> Either way, hey, it's a download of the podcast. Yeah, downloads right? a download, download, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. So here's here's what happened this week. This is kind of interesting. So, as many of you know, I am a big fan of the arcade one up arcade cabinets. Um, so are you, Decaf, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I've got the Street Fighter Anniversary Edition and the Mortal Kombat Ultimate Edition. You've got the you've got the Street Fighter yeah, the Street sit down Fighter one. one. You yeah, but you've Street got Fighter the sit down. down. Yeah. Yeah. So back in the day, these were three fifty, four hundred dollars. Special edition ones were four were five hundred. Um but then as the pandemic hit, or just before the pandemic hit, uh, arcade one up jacked the prices up and they went to being oh, like seven to eight hundred dollars and now some of them are a thousand so um and the quality didn't change much which is really kind of the funny part so <laughs> many people who know me know that my favorite fighting game growing up really was killer instinct killer instinct was my oh, i love game. Killer Instinct, man well i can't believe we never played killer instinct against each other i probably suck now though but I was I always played as Orchid. Orchid? Orchid? orchid Did yeah. you say orchid? orchid? No, I said Orchid. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, I'm the Glacius guy. Glacius and Chief Thunder, but <laughs> oh, mostly Glacius. Yeah, Glacius was always so hard to beat, man. Glacius was tough. I and I was like um I played as uh Jago? Oh, uh, yeah, Spinal. No, Spinal. Yeah, spinal. Yeah. yeah, I like Spinal. Too. You know why? I always wanted to be good with Riptor. But... Cinder. I don't know why. I like Cinder. Oh, no Cinder's cool. Cinder. Cinder's cool. I like Cinder. I, I always wanted to be good with Riptor, but you, I just couldn't ever get good with her. It just didn't happen. So, yeah. okay, so last year, Arcade 1-Up put, put out a Killer Instinct cabinet. Uh, it was a redesigned cabinet, so it was taller. It had an angled screen. It has a lit and angled um, marquee, but it was also $800 when it came out. Um, they have since lowered the price to $699. Every once in a while, it'll go on sale for $299, but I can never really justify spending $300 on on this because these cabinets that I have right now, they sit off almost all the time. Like, I don't turn them on enough. Yeah. So on Monday, Arcade 1UP themselves on their website put the Killer Instinct cabinet on sale for $149. Now, Damn. I saw this, and oh. this is also in comparison to the Pro version, which is $1,000. So I'm like, okay, I can get the cabinet that I want for 150 bucks. I said, okay. But I know when you buy things from Arcade 1UP, shipping is often a problem. Sometimes they, you know, there's issues with billing. And a lot of times, as with this, they oversell. And they end up canceling orders. So as soon as I saw it get posted, um, and I have the Arcade 1UP sub uh, favorited in Reddit. So when there are new posts, I get notifications. So as soon as I saw the notification, the first thing I did was I jumped onto the Best Buy website, verified Best Buy had it. They didn't have it at my local store, but they could get it by Friday. So I jumped into the chat and I started talking to the people and I wanted to know if they would do a price match. Now, price matches with Best Buy can be weird because a lot of times oh they'll. Oh my god! It's funny you brought that up yeah. because I had this. I had the same situation with Best Buy that I was trying to match something on uh, Amazon with, and what the person told me: go go ahead and. Uh, so Amazon, Amazon, or excuse me. So Best Buy's Best Buy's 
price match policy says they will price match local competitors, but they will also price match Amazon, um, Crutchfield, Dell, and HP. But I've also seen them price match other online retailers that direct sell to the individual. So if you can get it and get it delivered to you, a lot of times you can get it. Now it has to be the direct retailer. Like I can't get them to price match, like like RC Willie. I can't get them to price match RC Willie, even though RC Willie has an online store, they don't have a store here. So there's not technically a local competitor. So whenever I want to get a price match from Amazon, the first thing I do is I go on and I ask. Now, usually what I do is I call the store. More on that in a little bit. So I get in the chat and I ask in the chat if they'll price match it. They ask me for all the information. They ask me for the um, for my information. They want to verify. They want to make sure that it can be delivered to my house and everything. I give it to them all. And they come back and they say, yes, we can price match it. I say, awesome. They said, we'll send you a link in your email. You click on that link and there you go. So they send me the link and the link is still for the full price. And I say to them, hey guys, price is still $6.99. It's a $149 price match. And they said to me, if you buy it at full price, we will refund you the diff the difference. I said, perfect. I buy it right then and there. And what was the full price again? $699. So Ooh. I was going to get a $583 price credit. So they say, okay, yep, absolutely. They put me on hold. And now I'm, I know the talk, the clock is ticking at this point because when they go to make the final thing, they're going to go back and they're going to look at that price and they're going to make sure that it's still there and it's still for $149. Because as soon as it says it's sold out, if I haven't bought it yet, I'm shit out of luck. So I know I'm, I'm against the clock at this point. So they come back and they say, yep, we can price match you. I just got to transfer you to someone else. They can take care of it. They'll have access to this whole chat. They'll read through it so you don't have to retell this whole story. They can just approve it. I said, okay, excellent. They transfer me over. The next person says, hey, hi, thanks. I'm, I'm here to help. Uh, give me two, three minutes. Let me read through this the chat and I'll get back with you. I said, okay, takes them like five minutes. They come back and they say, hey, awesome. Yeah, um, we can we can do this. Can you just verify your name? I do. Your phone number? I do. The confirmation number for me buying it? I do. And then they say, um, the link you sent, it doesn't work. It looks like it's from a mobile phone. Um, can you send it from a desktop? And I say, no, it's not. I'm on my desktop. I'm on one of my machines. Um, the it, phone it, number? They want my phone number. No, 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 no. The link to the to the arcade oh, one up. They okay. want the link. They say no. That link looks like it's from a from a from a phone from a like a mobile link. I said no. It's from a desktop. They said oh okay. They said no. It's still not working. I went and I tried it on another on another browser. Worked totally fine. I said guys, this is working fine. They said okay, okay. Well, well, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it works. It works. Okay, okay. And then they they and again they kept putting me on hold for like large chunks of time. And then they come back and say, okay, yep, absolutely, we got you. We're going to credit you a $583. Now, when all of this is going on, I'm getting a weird feeling in the back of my head. So I start taking screenshots of the chat. I'm like, nope, screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. And because I'm, I'm, I don't know if it because I wasn't logged in or maybe because I closed the chat before they did, I wasn't offered to download a copy of the transcript. Again, this is going to be important later on in the story. So all I have are these screenshots, but I also have screenshots from two different people telling me that the it's confirmed. I'm no, getting the refund because you, 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 I can tell you why, man. Because you're in your forties, you dealt with a lot of tech support bullshit. Yep, and you knew what was coming. Yep, <laughs> you knew they're going to try to fuck you. <laughs> so I tell my now this is really funny because when this popped up, I said to my wife, and I don't ever ask permission to buy things but jackie and i literally just had a discussion about not spending money we didn't need to and i'm like babe look i know we just had the discussion can i please buy this she knows how important this is to me and she's like yes go for it it's 150 bucks it's not a big deal so i'm all happy i get home we're getting I'm, I'm measuring how far i'm gonna have to move all of my other cabinets over to make room for a killer instinct cabinet Get to work the next day. I'm doing my thing. I get an email, my personal email. I look at it and it says, hi, we know you appreciate getting a good deal and we we're certainly here to help you. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to price match this item for you. Oh, you knew it was coming. So I reply to that email. And it's good. It was because it's $500, $600. That's a big fucking. That's a big, that's yeah. a big chunk. That's a big chunk. Uh, so I reply to the email and I say, I'm sorry, this is unacceptable. I was already told I was getting the refund. I was told I was getting the refund if I bought it in advance. Here are the screenshots that show I'm getting, that someone said I'm getting a refund. I wait three hours. No one calls me back. No one emails me back. 
So I get on the phone. Those of you who have tried to call Best Buy lately, you know the pain and suffering that I'm about to tell you. If you haven't, Best Buy's entire phone system has been shipped offshore. So you have to talk to somebody in India. You talk to somebody somewhere who doesn't have a personal investment in anything, and the language barrier sometimes can be pretty difficult. <laughs> That's a nice way to put the issue to India. Uh, could have been Malaysia. Could have been Malaysia. Uh, so the person gets on the phone. I explain everything that's going on. She says, okay, hang on. Puts me on hold. Comes back and says, okay, I'm still looking at this. Puts me on hold. Comes back and says, all right, look. Yes, you absolutely should get the refund. She says, I'll go ahead and I'll take care of it. And it's so funny when they come up and they tell you that. They always say the same thing. They say, congratulations. You have you have gotten the refund. I'm like, yeah, you don't have to tell me congratulations. The screenshots even say that. I'm like, just do the shit. So she says, okay, yeah, I can give you the refund. Not a problem. She says, let me put you on hold. It's going to take me a minute. There's some systems I have to go through. She puts me on hold. She comes back and she says, I'm having some problems with this. She says, it's because the system's not letting me give you this, this refund, which is really strange. It doesn't usually do this. So it's, it's giving me some problems. So hang on. I'll, I'll come back. And she says, but look, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, you're, you're owed this refund. You're going to get this refund. So she puts me on hold for like 10 minutes. And then comes back and says, okay, so I can't give you the refund. She says, the system isn't allowing me to give you the refund. She says, I think it might be because you're having this shipped to the store. So you're going to have to go to the store and have them refund you the money because it's probably going to be because of that. And I say, okay, I, I can I have the phone number for the store? I'll just call the store. I'll talk to the manager and kind of get them prepared. And she says, no, unfortunately, we can't give you the number of the store and I can't transfer you to the store because the people at the store are concerned with making sure that the customers in the store are taken care of. So we don't want to distract them. So you have to go to the store. Now here's, here's the other problem with this. So my hours that I work plus the commute time, then you take into account that Best Buy doesn't stay open till nine o'clock anymore. They close sometimes at seven, sometimes at eight, depends upon the store. So I wasn't going to be able to get from work to the store before they close to get this sorted out. And I don't want to be dealing with this shit while my, while my cabinet is sitting there. Like I want this all done beforehand. Cause I know if it comes down to it and I get there and they're like, well, we can't give you the refund. I'm going to pay full fucking price for this goddamn thing. No, I'm not. But I'm like, I'm afraid that like my fear of missing out, my FOMO is going to fucking kick in and I'm really going to want my toy. And I'm just going to throw fucking reality and caution to the wind and just spend $800 or $700 on this thing. Okay, so um, so I wanted to have all this taken care of before I went down to the store. So you can't, you can't, they can't transfer you to the store anymore. So I have to leave work early so I can go. Okay, so that's about where we're at. So at this price, at this point, I've paid full price, and now it's just a matter. And this is still, this is Tuesday now. This is Tuesday. So before I can leave work, I got, I still have a bunch of shit I have to do at work, so I can't just leave. So I get back in the chat. And I get into the chat. I'm like, hey, chat people, do me a favor. Can I have a copy of the chat log from yesterday? I'd like to have a copy of that. And they tell me, oh, we, we don't have that. I said, well, okay, I, I, I just need, um, I just need, I, you, you have to have a trans copy of it because you, you, you can send it to people. I said, I know you have a copy of it. I, how do you have not have a copy of it when the lady I talked to said that she sees the conversation? Oh, well, we can't send We don't have a way to send it to you. I'm like, yeah, you do. You guys emailed me earlier. So all you do is you go print. And then from the print dialog box, you just select save as PDF. And then you email me that PDF. Oh, no, we can't do that. I, I can't. I, I, I don't have that. All I have are my notes. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Send me your notes then. I want all the notes associated with this. Any note that anybody who worked on this or looked at it. I want all those notes. Because here's the thing. When I used to work for Apple, we were told that if a customer requested any notes associated with them, you were legally obligated to give that to them. So as far as I know, that's still the case. And they're like, oh, no, we can't give you those. I, I can I can copy. I, I, I said copy and paste it. I can't do that. Just copy and paste it in the text chat here. I'll make a screenshot of it. And I got the item and refund and approved. That's all they would send me. I'm like, okay. All right. So they're so they're covering their asses at this point because there's something's going on in the background. They're covering their asses. Now, at this point, the the item is sold out on Arcade One Up site and the price is back up to $6.99. And it's $6.99 fucking everywhere. I'm like, ah, well, I'm either I'm getting this for $149 or I'm fucked. 
So I go to the store. Now, I leave work early. I go to the store. I'm already pretty pissy. But I'm like, no, I'm going to fucking keep this shit in check because it's not these guys' fault. It's the online people. I'm not going to I'm not gonna get mad with them. I walk in the store. And, I'm, folks, I'm sorry this is a long story. But trust me, it's, it's somewhat worth oh, it in the cool. end. So I get to the store. I go to customer service. And I say to the customer service guy, first thing out of my mouth, I'm like, hey, man. I'm really sorry. This is an online price match thing, and they told me I have to come here. I'm really sorry this is getting dumped in your lap. I know this isn't you guys' problem, but I, they said the only way I can get this taken care of is is by talking to you guys. And he says, it's fine. It happens all the time. He says, I said, do me a favor. He says, it happens all the time. I said, do me a favor. Can you, can you grab a manager for me? And he's like, yeah. Now, it's 7.15 at night. They close at 8 o'clock, so like 45 minutes, right? So they get a manager, and the manager that they grab, when the guy comes up, he's an older dude. Seems like a, you know, he's a fairly stocky guy, older dude with a dolly, which means he also looks a little dusty, a little dirty, and a little sweaty, which to me means he's probably the warehouse manager. He spends all day in the back. He's grizzly, and his job is to unload freight and to get shit where it needs to go. Not to deal with fucking people up front, not to deal with fucking customers. That's why he does it for a living. Because that's that's the job that he can do. No, I'm not that's I'm I'm not knocking him in that response at all. I just know I know that this is where this guy's job and priorities lie. So when he comes up, he's like he's sweaty and he seems like I don't want to say he seems he seems annoyed, but he seems like the kind of guy who's perpetually upset when having to deal with people. And again, I'm not going to fault the guy for that. I, I, I That's his thing. And, and again, he's dealing with something that isn't his fucking fault. And I, I totally understand that. So he comes up. I tell him the whole story. Tell him the whole story. He's like, okay, okay. I said, look, I got the screenshots on my phone because I emailed them to myself because I'm a giant nerd. And he's scrolling through the screenshots. He's like, okay, all right, okay, cool, okay, cool, cool, cool. He's like, all right, let me look it up. And he says, all right, do you have the SKU? And I'm like, eh, let's get it. He goes and he looks it up. And he looks at it, and I'm, and I'm telling him, I'm like, yeah, so it was on sale for 149 The sale's over with now. I said, then the website's gone back to the regular price. He says, he, and he says, and this is, he says, I'm not going to price match that. He says, it's too low. I'm not going to price match that. He says, the cheapest I can do is 289 And he's just looking at me. And I'm like, okay. So I've worked in retail before. So I kind of like in situations like this, because I've kind of had situations like this. I've worked in retail the way that I was told to handle it and the way that I would have handled it. If it were me, I would have said if it was something where he didn't have the ability to do it, because it sounds like he didn't have the ability. The first thing I would have said is, OK, look, I don't have the ability to, but let me get your information. I'll work with the managers here and we'll figure it out. We'll figure out what we need to do. Or I'll, let me do some research and I can call you tomorrow. But what he says is I'm not going to price match that. And. Yeah. He just flat out says, I'm not going to price match that. He says, the lowest I can do is 289 I'm like, dude, that's double what the price match is promised. He's like, well, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I said, look, I've worked in retail, man. I've been able to go in and I've pennied things out before. He says, well, I put tried to put in my override and it wouldn't let me. I'm like, I'm like, I don't understand. He says, look, I don't know what the online people told you, but they're not here in the store. And whatever it is they told you, you're going to have to go back and deal with them. I'm like. Dude, they told me to come and talk to you. The online people. Hold on, real fast, man. When you say it like that, I think of uh, uh, Poltergeist. They're here. (laughs) You know, you look into the static, the static of the TV. Hands coming out. Yeah, you're talking to the static people. I'm the online people. people. No, sure, sure. That's what they're online. It doesn't mean you guys don't work for the same fucking company. Exactly. Exactly. You're all working for the same company. So he's like, well, look, I don't know what the online people told you, but I, I can't do it. So this, I can't do it. I'm like, look, man, I understand that there may be a disconnect and maybe the online people said one thing and you're only able to do another and they told me to come in here. But that's not my problem. That's a Best Buy. That's a Best Buy training problem. (laughs) This is not a Chris problem. And he's like, I I can't. He says, I can't. I said, all right, do me a favor. I need the district manager's number. Because, like, I know. I know that this dude can only do so much. And my hope is that the district manager, because they're just outside of the store level, maybe that they have a communications path with the online people. Because it, it is a separate entity as part of this company. There are weird times when dealing with Best Buy Online almost feels like you're dealing with Amazon, not dealing with Best Buy. And I'm like, can I have the district manager's number? And he's like, I, uh, 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 let me, I don't, uh, uh, and he's like, he's like, 
he's like stumbling over himself. He says, go get, go get that card. Go get Oscar's card. I'm like, okay. So the, one of the customer service guys, he goes up front and he comes back with this, he comes back with this, this thank you note that says, we appreciate you and da, 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 da. And it's folded in half. And at the bottom, it says the GM's name, his email address, really important. And his phone number. So I'm like, okay. So, and it's a local phone number. I'm like, okay, so this is a local phone number. I said, this is the GM. He says, it's all I have. It's all I have, man. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. I'm done. Uh, The Pacific Northwest in me comes out. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to be like, you know, passive aggressive. I'll just deal with this another way. So we leave. The store is closing behind me as we leave. I'm so tired at this point. All I want to do is like play as Glacius and get like an ultra combo <laughs> and like like do some fun shit and play some battle toads because it's got battle toads on. We get in the car. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna call the number on here. It's it's a direct. It looks like a direct number, so I'll just go right to the voicemail. I'll leave the guy a voicemail. Hopefully, we'll talk in the morning. I call the number. Thanks for calling the Best Buy Support Center, motherfucker. The fucking phone number goes right to the goddamn support center. So now, now I'm pissed. Now I'm pissed and I'm going to cause problems. Now I'm pissed and I'm going to cause problems. So I'm like, hi, I just spoke to this person in the store. They gave me this phone number. All I want is the district manager's phone number. Can you please get that for me? Oh, I I don't have that. Okay. Can you put me on hold? Go grab someone who will. I, I don't, I do me a favor. Put me on hold. Go get me the call center manager. Get me the person who runs the call center. Girl comes back on, says, hi, I'm the team lead. I'm like, hi, I asked for the call center manager. Oh, that's me. You're in charge of the entire call center. Yep, I'm in charge of everything. I'm like, okay, that's what that's what this fucking is. That's what this these fucking people are now piling on and covering their fucking asses. And I'm like, okay. I tell the girl the story. I'm like, okay, so since you're the call center manager and you told me you're the call center manager, that you are in charge of the entire call center and you wouldn't lie to me about this. I need the phone number for the district manager. And obviously, as the person who runs that entire call center, you obviously have these contact numbers. I need it. Oh, I don't have that. Okay, then I need the direct number for the GM. Oh, I don't have that. How are you, the call center manager, and don't have the phone number for the local store or for the district manager because you are the call center manager, and as what you said, you run the entire fucking call center, and you wouldn't fucking lie to me, would you? Oh, well, I don't have that. This goes on. Like, I'm not letting go. I'm like a fucking pit bull with a toddler in its mouth. I am just going to shake the shit out of this fucking thing. Finally, she says, okay, well, you can call back this number and dial extension 22-something-something, and it'll take you to it. I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to the store anymore. I want the district manager. I need the district manager's phone number. Oh, just call the same thing, and it'll give you the same person. I'm like, how can the number for the for the GM be the number for the district manager? Are they the same person? No. Then how can that phone number be for two different people? Oh, well, here, let me transfer you. Click. I'm transferred. And you know where I'm transferred? I'm transferred to a random dump-off voicemail this voicemail this voicemail has no identifiers that it's for any store has no identifiers for hours or anyone who's going to pick it up it literally just says we value your we value your service your customer whatever please leave a message after the beep we'll get back to you as soon as we can and i leave them a scathing email a scathing voicemail i'm fucking pissed at this point so we get home jackie and i talk in the car and and, and i decide i'm like look babe it is financially irresponsible of me to spend $741 after tax for a new toy when I don't even play the ones I've got. So it's irresponsible <laughs> of me. So if they're not going to give me at this price that I'm just not going to fuck, I'm just not going to get it. I'm just not going to. She's like, okay. I'm like, you know, I love her. She's, she's like with me on this hundred percent. She's, she's like, like, she's ready to go. She's ready to go. So I get home. I eat dinner, a very late dinner at this point. I eat dinner, I get my laptop out, and I get the email. And I'm writing this guy the email. And look, I'm, I'm not being a dick. I'm not being a dick. I'm being clear. I'm being to the point. I'm also being apologetic because, again, this is not their problem. This is not an issue caused by the store. This is an issue caused by the online people. This has nothing to do with them. I'm, try- I'm, I'm being apologetic that this dude's being stuck in this situation. I said, but also, (laughs) and I said, but look, I was promised something. Here are the screenshots. I attached the screenshots. I said, I 
I just want, I'm not asking, I'm not, I, I said, oh, look, I know some people in these situations are jerks. They ask for extra compensation for their time or they want some sort of rec, rec, uh, uh, recompense for, 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 the, for the hurt that they feel they've endured. I, 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 none of that. I made an agreement with you guys for a price. I just want that price honored. I hit send and I go and I sit down. And at that point, I'm like, well, I guess this is it. This is, this is it. This is, this is it. This is the line right here. Either I'm going to get it for 149 or they're not going to honor the price and I'm going to cancel it. And then at that point, I'm going to pay off my Best Buy credit card and I'm going to shit on it and I'm going to put it in an envelope and I'm going to mail it to the online people. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I guess that's it. And then that little voice, that little voice kicks in right here. You know when you guys used to joke and say that I've gone the full Murph? <laughs> yeah. He still that. lives. He still lives right back there. I am a kinder, soft. I'm a kinder. I'm a kinder, softer person these days. Uh, I am more inclined. <laughs> I'm yeah, more inclined to, to. You are. You truly are. Listen. You truly are. I know. You truly are. Because back then, whoa, man. You're yeah. a true asshole. But, <laughs> but I decided I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to let the fate of me being able I'm to play. I'm just not going to take it. That's it. No, I'm not going to take it. Because here's the deal. I'm not going to shop at Best Buy anymore. <laughs> I know they're clearancing this thing out. They want to get rid of it. Because they don't want people to have the choice between the regular killer instinct cabinet and the pro cabinet. They want the only choice to be the pro cabinet. They want that $1,000 from you. They don't care about the 700 They want the $1,000. Plus, the, 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 the $700 one has issues. Issues that are easily corrected. But it has issues. But I'm not going to let one store manager decide that fate. That if I do or don't get my favorite arcade game of all time. I'm not going to let one person decide it. James L., do you know what an executive email carpet bomb is? Executive email carpet bomb? Is it where you send out an email and it goes through the whole company with the same as a, what is it called? It's like, not, it's like a broadcast. Um, kind of, kind of. It's like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a broadcast ping where you just go into the system shut down, but it's not like that though. No, 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 it is. It is a large email that you send to multiple people, but what you have to do. Okay. So here's, here's the part of this story, folks, where I want you all to pay attention and take notes because when you are dealing with any sort of retail entity, whether it be, um, Amazon or Best Buy or Apple or, Dell, HP, anything like that. Whenever you're dealing with any company that sells stuff directly to the public, they often have what's called an executive relations team. And executive relations are the customer service reps who are way up the food chain. They are part of a special care team who take care of problems, problems that have the potential to become very public and problems that often involve important people. I am not important. But if you can figure out how to get a hold of the executive care team or the executive response team, whatever they call it, it's very likely your issue is going to get resolved. Now, the issue is sometimes getting to that point can take quite a bit of a fight. Um, I had a friend of mine who had an issue with getting his, uh, he had floors installed by one of the big box floor store or big box home improvement stores. The floors were uneven and they had multiple people come in and try to fix it. It never worked. He wanted it ripped out. He wanted it replaced. It took him eight months to get someone on the executive care team. I did it in 12 hours. So here's the key. When I, when they gave me that email address, it gave me the formula that Best Buy uses for their emails. Now, not everybody has the same formula. Some people, it's first initial, last name. Sometimes it's first name, last initial. Sometimes it's first name, dot, last name. But that email address that they gave me had that formula. So I went online and I started looking at Best Buy's corporate structure, looking for their corporate relations people. And I found a couple of people. I found about 15 people that all kind of fell into that category of 
customer care. So I found their VP of customer care. I found their VP of uh, public relations. I found through LinkedIn, I found a couple of the actual executive care team members. Okay, so, so, so there was nothing like I'm just best by sites or anything like that. No, you have to go look for it. You have to go look for it. I went, I actually had to go through Best so Buy's corporate site. LinkedIn, yes, but I went through cor- Best Buy's mm-hmm. corporate site and I found their corporate newsletter and I found their board listings. So I went down this. Now, look, I didn't send anything to the CEO, but I did send it to about 15 people that are all on that executive corporate level. And to eat, and I didn't send it all at once. I sent it a couple at a time. And I would, all I did was I forwarded the existing email that I had already written with the screenshots. And I said, hey, look, I apologize for bringing you into this. I said, but this is an unfortunate situation and I hope that you can help me out. But I made a big enough stink about this. I made a big enough impact. The key on this, folks, is not to be a jerk. Don't insult. Don't make weird claims. Everything you say, you have to back up. You have to that's, be able to back up. That's how I always do with emails. When I'm talking to a, a manager or something, mm-hmm. I always go, I always go there because I almost got fucked over, um, like eight hundred bucks and shit. That put you know mm-hmm. put towards something. And I'm like instead, of, like they're gonna try to fuck me over instead of being that. So I'm like, look, this is the situation, mm-hmm. this and that, whatever. And I got my money back. Yeah. You know, so sometimes you just you, you gotta put it out there, mm-hmm. but not just beat down. Don't be a jerk about you it. Start insulting yeah. people. Yeah. And don't make threats. Don't make. I'm gonna go to the press. Yeah, something like that. Gonna, but I tell you yeah. what, in the back of my head, the next step of this was going to the um uh, the attorney general's office, the Maryland attorney general's office, and filing a bait and switch claim. But so I sent this out to about 15 people. I did this about 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, all right, now I feel like I've made I've, I've made that last ditch effort. Again, you, when you're doing these executive emails, be clear, be concise, be warm. Try and be a little funny. Don't ask for anything and don't be open ended. Don't say I demand I demand some form of comp. No, don't. Dis- no, I ask for this. This is fair. You're not trying to take advantage of the situation. You're not trying to con anyone. All you want is, and it literally has to be a situation where you, you you have to be able to back up what you've done. Don't be trying to fucking pull some scammy shit because it's not going to work and they're going to fucking know. When you're doing this shit, you want to be clear, concise, and in the right, which I felt I was. So I hit send and that was it. I, at that point, I knew that I had, I felt like I had done everything that I was going to do that I could do. I had now talked to everybody up the entire structure through their entire customer care organization. And that was it. So that was Tuesday night. So Wednesday morning comes up and I'm like, all right, it's Wednesday morning. If I don't hear anything by Thursday afternoon, I'm going to have to cancel the order because I don't want it. Like I said, I didn't necessarily trust myself to get there and to see my cabinet there and to say, no, I, I don't need this. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself because I know me and I'm a dick. So I'm at work. I'm in the elevator. My phone rings. I look down. It's a number from Minnesota. I don't recognize it. Minnesota is the corporate home of Best Buy. I get to my office. I've got the phone. I'm like, hey, yeah, this is Chris. Uh, what's going on? Like, hey, this is such and such from the Best Buy executive care team and my email this email was forwarded to me by one of these people on the list and the person that did it was in fact the vp of customer care so i did get to an executive i got i got to an executive (laughs) and they forwarded along the suggested ideals for what we're going with what we're struggling with this house right now all right go ahead so and your lights are getting really dim by the way you're getting kind of dark pretty soon all we're gonna be able to see is your smile and, uh, <laughs> oh, that was terrible. I apologize. Um, but so he says, look, I've looked at the screenshots. I've looked. And then he says, and I looked at the chat log and I said, wait a minute, you can see the chat log. He says, yeah, I can see the entire chat log. I said, wait a minute. When I spoke to the people on the, on the phone and online, they said they didn't have access and couldn't send it to me. I asked for the chat log and I asked for all the notes. And he said, oh, that's really funny because whenever anyone asks for the chat log and for the notes, we are supposed to send it to them. So to me, that right, I can see you now. That tells me, <laughs> that tells me that the online people knew they fucked up and now we're trying to cover their asses for it. 
He says, look, <laughs> he says, I've gone through everything. I've looked at everything. I looked at your screenshots and I've read your entire email. I've gone back over it. And you are right. You are owed a refund. He said, when one of our people makes a promise, we as a company have to live up to it. He says, and it's, it's not, it's not something we have a choice about. It doesn't make us a very good company if we, if we don't live up to that. He says, so this is what's going to happen. Your items. So, so, the, so, the, so the chat just magically. He just magically had a copy of ether and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He said, so this is what we're going to do. You're going to get the item. And yes, you did pay full price for it. You're going to get the item. And then after the item gets delivered to the store and probably after you pick it up, he says, you're going to get an email saying that there was a price adjustment showing you that you're going to get that $583 back. He says, you'll get that. He says, it might take a couple of days. He says, if you don't hear, if you don't see it by Tuesday, I want you to call me. He gives me his direct phone number, his hours, and everything. And I'm like, I, I, I'm like, awesome. So I'm like, okay, this is this is great. This is good. I and so I text Jackie right away. I'm like, babe, I spoke to someone. We got it. We're getting Killer Instinct. She's excited because I'm excited. My Killer Instinct cabinet is not supposed to be delivered until Friday. I get an email 15 minutes after that telling me that my item is ready for pickup. Hell. <laughs> And then I get an email about two hours later saying that my the price adjustment has happened and I've been credited the $583. We go to the store. I get off work. I leave work early again. We go to the store. I go in the store. Same dudes at customer service. Same managers have now been pulled up customers. So I'm like, nope, I'm not going to be smug. I'm not going to gloat. I'm just going to be polite. And I'm going to get my shit and I'm going to leave. Because the last thing I want is for them to say, nope, that's it. You're trespassed from all the Best Buys. So I get my shit. The guy says, hey, do you want me to help you? Another guy's like, hey, uh, do you need help out your car? I'm like, absolutely. Let's truck this thing out there. So I go out there. He goes and gets it out of the back, brings it out. We put it in the back of the car. Thank you very much. On my way. And I am just, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm laughing to myself. Jackie and I, is ha Jackie's happy. And I'm like, all right, babe, we got to go home. We got to eat. And then we got to put this thing together. Get home. It takes us two and a half hours to put the fucking thing together. But when you turn that on and you get that, that music, that and then the rare symbol comes up and then i was bummed because they redid the entire intro because it rare got bought by microsoft so it doesn't have the nintendo and it doesn't say coming soon to the nintendo 64 no it doesn't have any of that anymore it's just got the arcade one up and then it's got but it's got the music and it's got everything and and it's fucking great and the marquee lights up and it's taller than my other one and the screen is angled and it's still a tiny ass little system so me and another grown adult are like this but i have it and i'm fucking happy and i tell you what i had to go to a fucking war to get it i had to go to war to get it so this is again folks if you get into this kind of situation where you're in a situation with a company look for a corporate customer care team an executive care team executive relations it may take some work to find it if you can get an email address and you can find names you can do the math and you can contact them do not abuse this do not send an email to 50 people in the company because you're mad that they stopped making sierra mist and now call it starry don't be shitty okay <laughs> Use this power for good. This was shitty to start with before it was. It was. But look, don't be shitty, okay? Use this power for good. It's still a thing. You can still find these executive care teams. But don't try and scam the system. This isn't a scam. Like I some people, I told this story. I'm like, well, you're obviously conning them. Like, what do you mean? Well, because in their in their in their their return policy and says their price match arcade one-up's not listed as a local competitor i'm like no but they are a competitor and they do offer a local a local sell so and they list amazon on there for fuck's sake okay like come on what the fuck you scamming somebody i know <laughs> i know but just people just want people just want to i know people just want to have something to say just to go get you just because yeah. you know but use your power for good use your power for good people
don't don't like these uh, the, the the big problem here and this is i think this is the larger issue and that so many of these companies have become compartmentalized especially with this push for online and closing the retail stores so everything's become compartmentalized and when you get into this when you're not dealing with someone face to face these people on the phone in the online chat systems they can take advantage of you they can say things because they know you're never going to see them again the chances on you ever getting them on the phone or the online chat again are almost non-existent you've got 300 people working at a call center in Mumbai what are the chances that you're going to get the same guy again they will I'm not going to say they're going to lie to you but they don't always tell the truth and sometimes like I said they do things they make promises they don't have to live up to because they know they're never going to deal with you again and don't let that happen don't let it happen you know I'm sitting here like I have a whole bunch of examples but you know what you're you're I think just breaking down what you did I I think I'm done. I think you really covered <laughs> No, seriously. It was just like, I think what you said is just good enough to make a show. I mean, it was just like, all right, you know, and, the, and tell the story, you know. It's like I have all these other stories I was going to talk about, but it, would, it, it wouldn't match what you had to go through. Uh, I should have just bought the goddamn thing from Arcade 1-Up because they'd had free shipping. I could have just got it directly from – I wouldn't have it until the end of next week, probably maybe – the week after, but I would have saved myself some fucking blood pressure points. I tell you that for sure. <laughs> All right. So I would take your low extended twelve hour, two day, three day, four day victory, and I will give you my thirty seven second victory. So All I right. go to McDonald's six okay. in the morning. I'm about to go head out to like Mesquite or Laughlin or whatever, you know, in the company vehicle shit. I go to McDonald's line and I order my, I order my, my, uh, my sauce, the, the two sauces, you know, not the McMuffins, the, the sauces and burritos that, you know, if you don't eat in the first 10 minutes, they're not edible they're garbage. anymore. Yeah, they're garbage. McDonald's, right. They revert, so, they revert to their that. natural form of plastic and Play-Doh. <laughs> and a large iced coffee with vanilla. Okay. Go through, you know, because you have to go two places at McDonald's. You have to pay the money. Then you have to go to get your fucking food, right? And the girl there, she said, I said, well, she gave me a, a, a medium coffee, iced coffee. I said, I know I asked for a large. No, she's like, well, it says the medium air. I said, I don't give a shit what it says. I asked for a large. I always ask for a large coffee. And she said, huh, there's nothing I can do for you. And so then I think that like her dude that she was working with, she was like 17. She was like, that, that could do for you. And I sat there like, I'm getting my large. <laughs> and I just stared her down. And the dude came around the corner and saw me. He was like, oh, just, you know, you like made her go to like fucking yeah. cash routes or some shit. He's like, all right, man, I'm sorry, man. Here, here's your large cup. Like, I can't make it for you. How the fuck can you make a large but the, you know her thing was like, well, I already made this. I can't make this, right? And I'm like, no, I'm, I ordered, yeah, a large fucking vanilla iced coffee just because you guys could get the shit right. Don't mean I'm getting fucked yeah. over, you know. And let me and so the guy, so oh, the go guy ahead, go saw ahead. my face and he gave my shit, you know. He's like, I'm sorry, sir, and whatever the case may be. So it was a 37 second victory, but I'm still. Hey, a that's victory, still a victory. You know? you know, it's funny when you're dealing with fast food companies like that, and your or fast food companies or other companies. You know, they don't really care too much about the food inventory. They don't care about that. They know they're going to cook food and they're going to waste food and they know they're going to you're going to get soda and soda's going to pour out or you're going to get popcorn at the movie theater and popcorn's going to spill or they're going to have burned popcorn. They realize that there's a there's a certain amount of food that they're going to waste. Yeah. They don't care about that. What they care about are the containers, so the cups, the popcorn bags, stuff like that. That is the stuff that gets inventoried every day. They don't care about the food itself. Really? They care about the containers. Yeah, cuz that's that's the most that's the most expensive, the most expensive part. part of it. That's the most expensive part is the actual plastic cups and the 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 tubs of the tubs for the popcorn. That's the shit that gets inventoried. And if that shit doesn't line up, that's where people get in trouble. You could have a whole fucking thing of hash browns go missing, and no one's gonna give a shit at McDonald's. But if a whole sleeve of cups disappears, some manager's losing his shit. <laughs> Damn. You know that your food crazy. thing is something. I want to tell you food thing. So you remember our pal Josh, not Rupert, the other one. 
He, yeah. well, he lives in Reno now. Josh and I, Josh and I have known each other for years. Now you know Josh. He, we, I think you jokingly called him serial killer. <laughs> yeah, jokingly called him a serial killer, even though he has killed a couple people. But may have he killed some people that he did because he's a really good serial killer. <laughs> Your daughter could learn a thing or two from him. I may have told you this story already before. If I haven't, I'm retelling. I apologize, but I don't think our, our the new audience has heard this. So Josh, uh, yeah. Josh and I worked together way back in the day. We worked at CompUSA together. So Josh. Tall guy, kind of soft-spoken, but yeah, he's he's a serial killer. And he would go, and Josh is the kind of guy, when he gets into a rhythm and does something, he likes the same thing. So he would go to lunch, and he would go to KFC, which was just around the corner from our, corner from our store in, in Henderson. There. And he would go there, they would fuck up his order on a pretty regular basis. Like, he'd go in and he'd order a three-piece and a biscuit, and he'd wind up with a bowl. He'd order, like, you know, like, like not just, like, a little wrong, but really wrong. Like, he'd order something, he'd order a drink uh, with a drink, and he'd wind up getting, like, a lar- or a small instead of a large. And it would be, like, a small coffee instead of a large Coke or something like that. Like, they would regularly fuck his order up. And he's just mad. And he's, I mean, he, he did everything. He's like, hey, man, you fucked this up. Like, oh, sorry, here you go. But regularly, like regularly. Like, I remember there was like a week straight where they never could get his order right. And it would be weird because it'd be only his that'd be fucked up. Like four of us would go. All of us would be fine and his would be fucked up. So he's had it. So he talks to the manager. Manager's like, okay, sorry. We'll, get, we'll take care of this. Sorry, 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 sorry. Doesn't happen. Josh gets the district manager's number, calls the district manager, gives the district manager the business, and the district manager's like, sir, I am very sorry. He's just, it basically tells him, like, this is not the only time that they've heard this, that this is unfortunate, that it seems to happen to him. He's not. He doesn't think that there's anything specific to him, but he wants to assure him he's not being targeted. But he, the district manager will make sure this never happens again. So Josh gives it like a week. It doesn't go back. He goes back, he goes into KFC, orders his food, and as he's standing there, order, orders his food, and he's they bring him his food, he's looking at his receipt, looking at his food. The guy looks at him, and I swear to God, I will never forget this to my fucking death. This is great. The guy looks at him and says, look, man, you've already talked to my district manager, you've already talked to my manager, you've already gotten me in trouble. What else do you fucking want? And Josh says, I don't know, how about pouring sugar in your gas tank while anally, pouring sugar in your gas tank while anally raping your mother? He says this with his blank, usual deadpan stare. And the guy backs away slowly and disappears into an office. And Josh says he hears a door close. And Josh just takes his food and leaves. That's what do shit. (laughs) Pouring sugar in your gas tank while anally raping your mother. And the way he said it with such quiet calm matter of fact this is something i obviously have done multiple times way of saying it josh has not done this he has not done this multiple times he hasn't even done it the once but the way he says it i i'm pretty sure the dude quit after that (laughs) have you noticed have you noticed because i don't want to say it's a generational thing because there's a lot of people our age that are working back in fucking retail have you noticed though customer service has really gotten fucking terrible in like the last five years five six years oh yeah oh no actually i think i i still got more to say shit we should actually probably do a customer service part two yeah because uh there's a certain game on tonight and someone's telling me to get the fuck off the show so we can watch the last quarter of the game <laughs> so I'm getting I'm getting the text message. Uh, are you gonna end the show anytime soon? So, but I do I do want to. You're do getting to wrap this up, together. or you're not getting laid. Sign. That's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, that's the way. If you're not honest on the show, we can be honest. Exactly. No, no, no. Yeah, but no, I I do want to do a customer service part two. <laughs> Uh, let's do it next week. Last week, let's do customer service. Let's continue it. Let's talk about customer service. And you know what? I'll see if I can drag Jackie down here for this because my wife has an extensive history in retail. And I really think that she can kind of offer the other side of this coin. And, you know, she's been, I've worked in retail, but she's deeply steeped in it. And I think, you know, maybe even see if we can get the DWG because she 
deals customer i mean customer service is her yeah. thing now we'll yeah, see if we can sure. kind of get some some shit going on but i guess since one of us has to go and the other one has to get more appalachian sipping cream <laughs> yeah, i'm no i'm 52 man it's like shit the gin was running low so you know how much gin i got how much Oh, more juice, yeah, like, less gin. Yeah, she, she she kept the bottle. I got the cup, so that tells you. <laughs> Come on, everybody, let's get fucked. All right, folks, look, we want to thank you yet again for wasting another perfectly good hour with us on your Friday night or on your podcast listening time. I like this camera this low, man. The camera's low, but I tell you what, you're only lit from the forehead up, and it's kind of funny. Oh, no, that's too bright. That is way too bright. You are too bald to have that much bright light on your forehead. You are blinding some people. You're poor. Or camera cannot keep up. Folks, look. Thank you so much. You can join us here most Friday nights, 9.30 p.m. in the east, 6.30 p.m. in the west. Twitch.tv forward slash blather show. And remember, if we're not live... You find us in the archive. That's right. You can get us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be on Spotify, on the Googly App Play Store, or on the iOS iOS podcast store. Is that what we're going to call it? The iOS podcast yeah, store. Yeah, iOS. 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 Do you have any last thoughts before you take the fuck off and watch something? <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> I All just right. Gotta go. <laughs> see you, folks. Have a good one. We'll see you next week.